This your girl Sylvia. She, her, and hers. This is Tori. She, her, and hers. Back still again. practicing. Still practicing physical distancing. Yep. And uh, you know, not in a super rush to to get it back together. Even though you know, I'm ready to go have things go back to semi, some sort of semi normalcy. What would work? be the what? What do you, what, do, yeah, like what sim, what does semi look like? Semi looks like, um, people going out in masks, you know, everybody wearing masks, first of all, cause I don't want somebody putting their, you know, germs all up on me. Um, so making sure that people are wearing masks, um, definitely if you can work from home, work from home, you know, just still limiting yourself from going to places that are super crowded, you know, and not Congress. Like, did you hear that there was a beach that opened up? I think I want to say Florida, thousands of people flocked there. And I'm like, are they not like, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, it's either one of those things of, I don't care if I get it. Let me get it. I want to get it. That way I can get it over with. And I'm like, why would you do that? I want to be, this body needs to be COVID free. If I can avoid a, an additional virus, why not? Why is it that I'm going to throw myself in the damn volcano just to get it over with? Well, and that, the thing, the thing that bothers me is, yes, you may get it and recover and be just fine. Yeah. What we're doing and what people I don't think can we can't they can't get across in their heads because they're so, stuck on getting sick or not getting sick. It's, right. It's about that, and it's also about even more about not overwhelming our healthcare systems with. They're patients. not thinking about that. No, that's, that's why they all went that's swarm into saying. the beach. That's what I'm saying is that they there there's this mindset of like I'll get it, I'll be fine, I'm not gonna worry about it. That doesn't include the people that get it who aren't going to be fine, who are going to be in the hospitals, who are going to be taking up bed space, who are going to be needing respirators that we don't have. Like the Not purpose to mention, is to right. s- to slow the spread so that healthcare systems don't fucking crumble. I mean, right? Hello. And here's the thing. People are like, uh, well, if I, you know, not everybody has to go to the hospital, but everybody is reaching out to their doctor. Everybody is reaching out to see if they have it to get tested. Mm -hmm. So you are still overwhelming the healthcare system, even by calling, making an appointment so that people who are actually, you know, really sick and stuff, their appointments are going to be like three months later. And yep. goodness knows what's going to happen within that time frame. The doctor is the only one that's going to say, you need to go to the hospital now. We need to put you on a ventilator. We got to intubate you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not me that's going to the emergency room. I'm going to be waiting around to get 
you know, you call a nurse or whatever that, you know, whatever the healthcare line is, it's for them to say, oh yeah, you need to go, uh, you know, but yeah. if I can't get through shit, I'm, I'm out. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. These people getting on my last dang nerves. So I'm I telling saw, you. Um, I saw, uh, and actually our, the title of our last podcast is a shout out to, um, so Helga, my friend Helga, who lives in Canada, uh-huh. um, her Hola, mom, Helga. her mom had posted a, uh, thing on her status one day and I really liked it because it was, it was basically, we're not reopening, we're re- easing restrictions because people yeah. have this like opening, reopening as black and white. Like we're, we're closed yeah. and now we're open. No, right. it doesn't work like that. We're easing restrictions. So And nor should it because, no. you know, we have, this virus hasn't hit everybody yet. So, you know, we were able to slow it down and drop, flatten that curve really well. Doesn't mean that it won't spike up and mm-hmm. have the same thing repeat, in which then we're back down to shutdown again. Exactly. Or goodness knows, with this administration, it's just like all hell would break loose and it don't matter. Oh, this, this, yeah. the fucking ignorant yeah. motherfuckers. He's got to go. Um, Yeah, I mean, there is no vaccine. Mm-mm. That means it has not gone away and it won't go away until we have a vaccine for it. So that yeah. means even if cases drop over the summer, things get back to semi um, eased restrictions, you know, more, even more easing of restrictions, you know, where there's actual like restaurants or whatever. When the flu season, the typical flu season comes around, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? People are yeah. going to get it in the fall. People are going to get it in yeah. the winter. Until yeah. there is a full vaccine to protect from it, people are going to get it. And there isn't one just yet. There's no, hope. There's, there's lots, hope. There's lots happening. There's lots happening. Yeah. But, you know, that takes just time. Just like AIDS, and... it took time to come up with a plan, a treatment plan exactly. to help people. But yeah. AIDS is not gone. Just like this virus. We could, we won't be able to kill it, but we could definitely treat it so that it's right. not, you know, as... Uh, right. Yeah. As they study it, as then they fatal. recognize uh, different treatments that can help lessen the uh, effects of it, ease the effects of it um, to, again, not overwhelm the healthcare systems with people who are like in full respiratory failure and all the other things that come from it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then here you got, Lord. I got to bring up just a quick one. And I just came up because I'm looking for my stories, but this one just came up and I'm like, this oh, is the reason. just jumping in. Just jumping in right yeah, straight I, I ahead. I have to because we're, we're talking about this. We're talking about <laughs> ignorant people and, you know, with this quarantine. And this is how our leadership is. Pence will not self-quarantine and plans to be at the White House on Monday. Now, you heard somebody on his staff. Oh, like his, like, aid, like aid to him, like his person. And was positive for COVID. Positive, Yes. So if you're in that germ circle, then you need to stay home and quarantine. You've been exposed but to it. But because this administration doesn't give a rat's butt about anybody but the donors that are lining their pockets, now he's going to be making the statement, which is, I don't really believe we need this. This right. isn't that dangerous. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I. Which. You know, and that's the thing is that's who the base they don't. And he, you know, let's just be real about his fucking self-righteous religious bullshit. Oh, God will heal me. 
and I'm protected. You know, he's probably thinking that. Like, oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, oh. motherfuckers. Um, yeah. Well, let's get in deeper to some stories. Uh, do you want to start uh, out with a full story to get us? Well, you know, we ended our last week to have straight up on the news two white men who shot and killed unarmed black jogger Ahmad Arbery and charged with murder. Let's bring that, it. I mean, that that was the, I mean, that just happened out on the feed and it's just like, you know, I, I have to bring it even though right now it's not, it's new, but it's not new. Because this right. is what yeah, people I mean, are talking about. This has been about. over a week and like it literally happened after we recorded, I think, right? Right. So well, either within the arrest, a day or two. Not the actual murder. The murder no, actual the murder happened, happened two over two months ago. February twenty right. third. Almost three months. Yeah. Yeah. So you let's know? get let's get that straight first. We this, all just found out that right. it happened over the last like week last or week. so. Well right. the, it's been trending about this, you know, um the the killing and the murder of, of Ahmed and you know slowly gain momentum on social media which unfortunately that seems to be the way things have to happen with people of color and especially black men that are killed right. by either police or fucking racists is right. not shit happens until we the people say hey you can't just fucking do this shit like right. this is the kind of shit that was going on every fucking day before social media, before the internet, before the ability to spread news the way the news can be spread. Like, people and before can say these what small, tiny little cameras in right. our hands that we right. carry everywhere. I mean, you can say what you will about social media, about all of that, but one of the things that has helped is is uncover shit like this and bring shit like yep. this to people's attention. Because right. before, would you it was the least word. It was a person's word you wouldn't know you wouldn't know jack shit about it that would have yeah. that would have just been another day in georgia or another right. day in alabama or another day in mississippi or another day in portland oregon afraid. like yeah. you know um yeah the, the defense the police or the white defense of black men and people of color is i was threatened i felt threatened i felt afraid i thought he had a weapon right and that was enough that so, was enough yeah that's all they had to say well, let's Let's get into this story. All right, bring it. For, for those who this, you who know, are under the, a we'll rock and are not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. So this is the one that I got that came out uh, May um, 7th. So okay. this came out May 7th. It was updated. So um, it says uh, exclusive photos show the moment that father and son vigilantes and I don't even want to call them vigilantes because, no. you know, Murders. they're not vigilantes. Yeah. Oh, they put quote unquote accused of shooting dead unarmed black jogger Ahmed Aubrey were arrested by heavily armed officers in Georgia. A four vehicle convoy from the Georgia Bureau of Investigations pulled up outside of the home of Gregory and Travis McMichael at 750. Now here's what I got a problem with. You all had these dudes loosey goosey out there for almost three months. Mm -hmm. And now you want to show some type of force. Now you're going up there four deep and you know, come on, mm -hmm. that should have happened 
way before. Mm-hmm. But now for public appeasement, now we're going to go, you know, in four deep and make a big show right. of our racking exactly. them. Yeah. Oh, give me a break. You all cut them a break. You all let them walk around. Not even a damn bracelet or nothing. Mm-hmm. No unit, no monitoring, nothing. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to show four deep. I, yep. I got a problem. Yep. With so it says, um, so to take the two men into custody on charges of murder and aggravated assault. Their dramatic arrest came days after leaked cell phone video of Mc- Michael's fatal confrontation with Arbery on February 23rd made headlines nationwide, sparking fevered outrage and demands for justice in what the family or in what the victim's family called a lynching. And that's modern day lynching. Mm-hmm. The shocking footage showed two men ambushing Arbery as he tried to run past their pickup truck. The younger Michael getting into a physical fight with Arbery before shooting him with the shotgun. The father and son were initially not arrested after they claimed they thought Arbery was a burglar after a spat of thefts in their area and that he attacked them when they tried to make a citizen's arrest. It's the same language as the Trayvon Mm -hmm. Martin case. Mm -hmm. You're trying to make a citizen's arrest. You ain't trying to make nothing. You didn't catch the dude committing any type of law violation. Exactly. He He was jogging is all you saw. Right. The fact that you suspected him, that's you calling the police and saying, hey, you know, there's some guy here. Okay, don't approach, but then you all approach. Mm-hmm. Why? And where under citizens' arrest law does it say you can use lethal force? Right. I don't believe that that's uh, anywhere. I mean, no. citizens' arrest is a thing, but no person is compelled to have to. It's like you can't fucking detain him. Like you're you're not an officer, so the same rules right. don't apply. You could you could attempt it, but if Somebody wants to go along about their way. That's yes. When you let the police know, this is what you know. Like, but there was, and I'm like, you aren't making a citizen's arrest because you didn't see the dude committing any crime, right? Let's just let's just say they thought they did. Still, he's not of any. He has no reason to adhere to your citizen's arrest. He could keep on moving down the road. That's right. <laughs> and then you would have to go file and, a report at the courthouse because people could do that. Like if I saw you doing something and then I could literally go down and file something at the courthouse and, and it could, it could potentially go through the system, but it, you don't get to physically and use lethal force against a person that you think might have committed a crime. You that's just, you don't get to do that. Right. That you think, yeah. See, and that's the thing. You don't not get that to you do that. saw, right. that you think he potentially could have exactly. fit a description. Right. Like, come on, come yeah. on. And you so know, and that's the thing. This this case too, from the beginning, again, as we said, February twenty third is when this happened. Um, so a district attorney blocked police from making arrests after the February twenty third um, killing of Ahmed. Uh, one accusing the two of being in cahoots because they were friends. Cops at the scene of the Georgia shooting had believed that had they had pro- they had probable cause to make an arrest, 
Glenn County Commissioner Peter Murphy told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, but were told to stand down by the DA's office. They spoke to an assistant who relayed their request um, to Jackie Johnson. Murphy told the paper um, of the cops at the scene. They were told not to make the arrest. She shut them down to protect her friend McMichael. A second county commissioner, Alan Broker, Booker, told the paper. Johnson recused herself from the case entirely a few days after that. Um, uh, Travis and 34 were arrested, like, like you said. So... This not, not, yeah, it's gone through three days. Yeah, yeah. that lady first, mm-hmm. and then she recuses herself. Which lady, what you should have done is hey, I gotta hand this immediately, I gotta hand this off to somebody else because of a conflict that should have been immediate. She shouldn't even have had made no decision, she shouldn't even have been talking mm-hmm. to the police about whether to make a decision to arrest or not. She should just have said, Let me get somebody else on this case. Yeah, and even the police at the scene, like, why are you even checking? Right. If you believed you had probable cause to make an arrest, why are you even making a call to the district attorney's office to say to Jay Jackson, make the fucking arrest. Do your fucking job. If it breaks down as they get to the jail because she gets her little fucking nose in the business and says, no, release those guys. There's not, you know, whatever. Like, you, you walked away from it, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you walked yeah. away from it, too. And if this were an opposite situation where uh, Ahmad shot those men, do you think the police would think twice about arresting him? Would you think they'd make a call to the D.A. and say, well, you know, we're not sure this might be a situation of self-defense. You know, we would like some advice. Hell no. No. And His we've ass got would have been multiple... thrown in the car or no. killed for killing two white yeah. men. You know? Right. Yeah. And it was cold blooded. This wasn't, this was cold blooded. Like this, it was totally, the dude was, and then they kept saying, well, you know, he was, he did have a a history because I read it. I think in this article talks about how um, this, uh, the dad, the senior dad uh, had been investigating, had been part of the investigating a, a prosecution of, Ahmad, and but they the story didn't even give what he was being prosecuted for or what the mm-hmm. outcome was. They just basically threw that out. The media just basically threw that out there, and I'm like, you know what? Don't throw crap out there unless you actually give facts. So well, yeah, the, the, if you're gonna throw that shit out there, then say he was arrested and prosecuted for theft. Mm-hmm. So you know, and he was either acquitted or he was placed on supervision. But don't just throw out some kind of random with yeah, no that's, information that's the, that's the that's the trick of the the white supremacy though is let me throw this out here so i could put throw further suspect on the victim right right, right. just like now the current thing that's circling around is this uh surveillance camera video of him in the house that's under construction in the neighborhood yeah and yeah. they're trying to use as the quote-unquote burglary first off that's an uninhabited dwelling at most that's a trespass yeah. secondly I, I, I beg you to find a white person that hasn't been driving around in their neighborhood, in their fucking suburbia, see a house going up and wander in to see, oh, oh, what's going on here? Who, I wonder what they're going to build here. Not only that. How many rooms is this going to have? All snooping around like they own the fucking place. Not, not. Not one call for a burglary. Nobody gets killed in that situation. Nope. 
but nobody's uh, being stuck. Nobody's worried about it, right? Like, uh-huh. um, and the person that took the video was an actual neighbor, and he saw what was going on. But he wasn't—he wasn't doing it like, oh, I better catch this on tape because something's gonna go down. Mm-hmm. He was recording. Uh, because he was uh, following the McMichaels because he knew them. And so he's just like, well, let me, you know. Oh, you're talking me... about the video re- when he was shot. Yeah. 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 The guy yeah. that was videoing. Yeah. He, it wasn't like a neighbor that was like, oh, shit, something's no, going no, on. No, it wasn't he concern was... for the victim. Like, right. oh, my God, what are these guys going to do we... to this guy? I get, he was probably like, I'm going to roll up my homeboys. And I'm gonna make sure that we can't get a good look at the dude. I think it probably turned south. He didn't realize. Oh shit! Like I, they oh, just sh- killed him. That's true because when <laughs> it, you watch that video, there's a point where like it veers away from the situation. Like oh shit! Like he sees the gun yeah. and all everything is happening, and it's not on them anymore. And like like almost this like oh fuck this isn't oh shit you know right like if I'm recording because I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I, you better believe I'm getting the whole right. thing. Exactly. Well, I think he was like nervous, like, what the hell? I should I, shouldn't I? Should right. I, shouldn't I? Yeah. You know, because, uh, yeah. And then he's like, all oh, like, I wasn't advocating for that. And I, oh, I you know, I'm that glad now. that justice is going to, I'm, they're saying I'm a witness. And I'm like, uh, well, dude. It, um, yeah. So I was talking about the other video, the, the, from the house that's under construction. Yeah. So, so that one's that out owner now. Came, so that, that owner one, that came one's out. now saying, "Oh well, you know this. See, he wasn't out just jogging. He was burglarizing. Like, yeah. N- how do you know that? Yeah. Again, right? Who to say he wasn't just checking out the house being. Uh, well, built. but he the the person I read also was, and I didn't hear that part that the that the owner had said that. What I saw was that the owner had said, "I never gave anybody permission to." Uh, go and arrest anybody, like right. You know, so that he to, wasn't to protect my home, right? Exactly. Yeah. He wasn't concerned because obviously he didn't take anything. Because there again, like who, who, what white person has not wandered onto a house being constructed in their neighborhood to just or check house out for sale? Right, house for sale. Uh, you know, peeking in the windows, exactly. You know, walking in the backyard, checking the back. things out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so that all of that is, yeah. you know, we all have done it. But now they're trying to throw all this stuff out there to say, see, he wasn't just jogging. He right. was, he was, he, he, was doing, the neighborhood. he was up to something. Yeah. Yeah. He He's suspicious. Yeah. He went into yeah. that house. And, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to just dial it all back and be like, okay, cool, cool. Um, let's say that's true. Right. Let's, let's say Ahmad was just kind of casing the neighborhood, seeing what's what, you know? Okay. Thinking yeah. about what kind of, is that you know, a crime? Even if it is, does he deserve to be shot for it? No, but that's not even a crime because like, we don't even know what he was thinking. That's my now thing. Now we want to make up is, a story what he was thinking. Let's if we want to go to he's a criminal, right? In what world do two <laughs> white fucking rednecks get to hunt this fucker down, this man down with a shotgun and whatever other type of gun they had and kill him in the street? Like for you nothing. call the fucking police if you're concerned just be a barbecue Becky and just call right. the police. Right. Like they know how to do that real well. Right. So, so not, I mean, and I don't believe like, I'm not buying any of this bullshit. I'm just saying like, okay, fine. If you think he was up to no good, you pick up the phone, and you call police. That's all you do. Yeah. 
You don't chase you someone do. down with a gun. This isn't the fucking Wild West. And it wasn't like, like he was going to make a huge escape on foot. You're right? in a vehicle. If he's walking, you could slowly follow him to police Absolutely. Come. 100%. You don't, need to, you don't need to try to hold him for nothing. Exactly. You just keep following him and just keep on the phone right? with the police and saying, take out he's your, over yeah, take here. Out, he's, film in. And when I heard the recording of the dispatcher, she's like, is he doing something yep. criminal? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we've had a string of burglaries. Da, da. That was your cue, son. He did. He wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. There was no criminal act that you were catching him on. So you can't use citizen's arrest. Exactly. He was not committing or he was not even in the process of committing a crime. Yeah. That you all saw. Yeah. Now they can go with the video. See, he was in the house. Did these people see him in that house? No, they just suspected that he was part of some kind of burglaries that were happening. They didn't see him walk up into that little, you know, the house that was being built. That that just so happened to be, you know, come out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's the thing is that um, I think I saved the the article. Um, um, No burglaries reported in the neighborhood. Yeah, uh, that where, was the other thing yeah. I heard police say. So yeah, because so that, that was their thing, right? Um, so yeah, no no burglaries had been reported um, in that in that during that time frame. So again, yeah, this is the history of fucking racism in our country that a black man is seen as a threat no matter yeah. what he's doing. And, and that we would take the word of a white man and we have who said who told the you know who probably went out there and said oh no we stopped it because it was a string of burglaries and nobody did a follow-up check right it was as if you know this young person who got killed as if his voice did not matter to find right. out what the actual truth really is and was at the time and and the, the history in that it it has always not been important to to hear what the voice of the person of color the black man that's killed it's it's never they're not they're not humanized right um i was so have you watched uh have you seen that uh netflix new netflix one um tried in the media or trial Um, by media or something like that it's brand new it just came out oh man it's good it's good is it is it about the you know, just all the different cases. Yeah, like, it's about a, about a bunch of different cases that have been like big exposed cases in the media. Yeah, and, and are they all black men? Um, or no, color? one one. Uh, well, two two out of the two out of the three that I've watched have been black men. <laughs> um, the first one is the Jenny Jones case. Remember the where the guy um goes on Jenny Jones show and is told that he has a secret admirer, but he, but they don't tell oh, him whether it's a yeah, man or a the woman. the gay guy? Yeah. The and gay so guy? then okay. he ends up killing that guy. Yeah. Um, so the, the third, I think it's the third one. Well, the second one is the Bernard Getz, um, subway vigilante, um, that happened like mm-hmm. in the eighties. Do you remember that? He, uh, this white yes. man uh, yeah. shot four black teens on a on the subway who he claimed were going to mug him or they were mugging him. There was no proof that they were actually mugging him. Um, they said that, you know, they might have, you know, rolled up on a subway and was like trying to get money off of him. But there was no 
proof that there was actual attempt to mug. He just yeah. fucking pulled out the gun and shot all four of them. Yeah. And because he was afraid, he was nervous because he saw them as he a threat. Say, he could tell the by the way they face. looked. He, yeah. he could tell by the way they looked at him that they were trouble. Like he says this in his whole fucking um, interview, but you yeah. know, invest the the in the, during the investigation. Yeah. So he shoots four black young men. They're you know teens, late teens men. One is like paralyzed for life, and there's some suspect that 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 kid never was standing up at all. Like he was sitting down and he turned around and just shot him just because. Oh, geez. Yeah. But my point to all is this is that happened during a time in which there weren't cameras everywhere. Right. There certainly weren't cell phones where people could pull them out and, you know, film the situation. And so his word is believed over the victims. And then the victims were, criminalized and you know said to be thugs and all this stuff which they all admitted that that these these four kids weren't like the you know they weren't choir boys they weren't like you know completely devoid of trouble but at the same time they weren't like hardened core like criminals or whatever you know like right um so anyway like no history of of yeah it was, yeah, it was like you know like petty stuff here and there yeah. you know um which, misdemeanors right stuff that yeah. little kids would get into so um so this guy gets away with everything everything other than unlawful possession of a firearm like completely acquitted on all wow. the charges wow because the the victims were black males who were tr- in the media treated as thugs um troublemakers hard criminals uh what are they uh predatory that was the big one you know back in the day so yeah there's a history of criminalizing black male victims in situations like this yeah yeah and even even now in 2020 where we have uh cell phone where the media should know better right all of this other stuff it still goes back to, yeah, but, mm, well, maybe he shouldn't have been there. Or or dropping the tiny little bomb. Right. He was helping to investigate a prosecution of Ahmad. Right. Yeah. You know, there goes the little bite. Exactly. Oh, shoot. That's yeah. it. He's a criminal. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So the, 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 there's a historical situation with this, with this type of crime that i mean i would say eats at the soul of people of color especially black men because it's like where are you safe you know right like where right. what situation is it safe to well can't you can't barbecue you can't sell water you can't sell cigarettes you right can't you can't sell your own street. cds you can't sell cds you can't, you can't even own a gun legally yeah i mean you can't ride legally with a concealed weapons permit. You can't, yeah. you know, I mean, that to me is like the extended stress of the tra- traumatic experience uh, of people of color, especially black males in our society who have historically been treated as the um, villain, as the monster, as the, you know, the man who's going to come in and, and rape your wife and st- kill your children. 
mm-hmm. and just this, you know, media image that has been put out of of the black male in our society yeah. and how fucked yeah. up it is, you know? Yeah. Like at some point we have to, uh, I think I saw, actually I saw today a, a thing about, um, I don't know. It was a good one. I can't remember what it was. I'll have to find it and then uh, come back to it. Um, oh, here it is. I got it. Somebody tweeted. Um, it's just, I am so sick and tired of sen- the sensational question to black parents. What will you tell your black son to protect them from dying? When nobody asked white parents, what do you tell your white children to stop them from killing? Yeah. Right? Why yeah. is the onus always on people of color to beware of your surroundings? Beware, you know, pay attention to what neighborhood you go into. Don't go over here at this certain part of, you know, like, when when is it going to be, when is the responsibility going to be put on white people and yeah. white people raising their children to not fucking kill people of color? Yeah. I don't um, or even to talk about, uh, you know, the plight of a young person of color. Because here we talk about overrepresentation in the system. So when people talk about, well, you know, you're bringing up the criminal history. Well, as you know, men of color have consistently at higher rates are charged with offenses, you know, higher than white kids. Yeah. So obviously the chances of a person of a young person of color having a record is higher just because of the propensity of because the of system. institutional racism. That's right. Because <laughs> look at the look at the young person that was on jury duty. Now he has a record exactly. because he woke up late. Yeah. Yeah. And we had brought that story up and I said they could not leave a one male man of color with no record mm-hmm. untarnished yeah they had to put that on his exactly. record yeah so if this young man had gotten killed that would have been the first thing that pops up oh he was in jail he was you know contempt of court blue blue and left to the reader's mind to go into our you know our shelves of what we see a stereotypical contempt of court mm-hmm. not the real story which is the dude woke up late and he arrived at jury duty late. Yeah. You know? Which but is is not the first time it's going to happen for some juror. It's not the yeah. last time I'm it's going to sure happen for some be. juror. I, and I'm sure uh, there has been, <laughs> right? you know, there somebody coming late. There was probably people late. before him. There'll be people for after him. That's right. But because he's a man, a man of color, oh, well, I'm going to teach him a lesson. You know, you're going to do all, right. you know. And so I think the, the bigger thing is you know, what happens is this constant messaging of how either the black male or, or males of color or people of color, the constant majority messaging seeps in to people's subconscious and mm-hmm. forms that implicit bias. So what does what does that mean? I like, go, oh, people are like, well, you, I'm, you know, I'm not, I, you know, people commit crime. They don't commit crime. How does that, you know, how does it affect me? You know, I don't know. Well, it affects you because what happens is that implicit bias seeps into places like schools, right? Yeah. Where you have a higher and disproportionate representation of kids of color suspended, expelled, 
right? The school to prison pipeline. So that's where it starts. It seeps into the workplace where you have a white employee and a black employee and the white employee is believed over the, over the black employee or the employee of color. Yeah. Like, well, you know, I don't know if that was really what they meant, you know? Right. So this, and it's, and it also seeps in to us questioning even ourselves, even as people of color, why did he go to that area? Like, yeah, sure. you know, the like we, like even as does, women, yeah, the as women, yeah. we have to think about, uh, should I go out walking around in my neighborhood at night? Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. Yeah. Why should I, why should I have to do those extra additional things? Because I fear for my safety. Mm-hmm. Why can't I be like, you know, the white person and be able to go wherever the hell I want in this country and feel safe. Right. You know? And, and it, you should. I mean, that, and that's right. the thing is it sucks because of that internalized but when oppression. when you get killed, the, when you get killed, beat up, whatever, then it's like, oh man, why were you over there? This is uh-huh. of course what's going to happen to you. They start blaming you. Right. Exactly. Why, why, why weren't you thinking? Internalized <laughs> oppression. Yeah. Instead so, of saying, this is fucking bullshit. This is unjust. We're not going to take this anymore. And you're not going to finish your lines of bullshit to make us feel bad or make us feel like it's our fault. And that's what happens. That's the, that's the questioning, the gaslighting that goes on of people of color in this society is that you walk around with this underlying anxiety of choice. Did I do the right thing? Did I say the right thing? Do I look the right way? Oh, I can't do that because what does that mean? It's just a constant questioning of self. Right. Yeah. So what what does that lead to overall? You talk about health disparities, Additional right? Stress. Yeah. Disparities in the health system, not being believed. Like, I think, right. you know, to me, that's like constant worry. It's not just about the, the, the crime, the situation, that situation. It's how it seeps and proliferates into our entire society and to our entire makeup. And yeah. and the, fun, the, the thing that fucks me up a lot about it, too, is we have the statistics to prove it, right? Yeah. Like, this right. is not now, you know, this is not something where we're just anecdotal. Oh, well, this happened or that happened. No, bitch. We got the fucking stats to prove it. Yeah. All of this, all of yeah. what we're talking about. There are stats to prove all of this. And yet you still have that white supremacist tendency. No, mm, that's wrong. You know, again, yeah. kind of like what we were talking about last week is you can't fucking convince the ignorant. Right. Or, or changing a system that we've so been accustomed to that treats us differently as second class citizens. And we don't even know it. We don't we don't even believe that we should be questioning it. Mm-hmm. Like I should have to be stopping myself to say, well, why was she out there late at night or why was he in that name? That should be the point where I become enraged with myself to say, why am I following these ignorant standards and putting people in boxes or whether they're women or whether they're uh, people of color or whether they're gay, whatever. Why should I be putting myself in a box and how I think about others? This was a human being. Um, He was an American citizen. And if, Every American citizen has a right to go wherever in this country, mm-hmm. then they have a right to go wherever in this country. Mm-hmm. They don't have a right to commit a crime, but you know, 
But again, as I said, there is no crime here. Right. There was no crime here. Mm-hmm. And that's what we get back. This was just somebody who just, and, and I'm not going out there to say that these people wanted to kill somebody, was looking to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. But why would you bring a gun? Why, why do you, with, there's two of you, you need a gun. And the guy, this Ahmed didn't look, he wasn't like some big, you, you know, he, he was real thin. Uh, you know, his, his proportions compared to the father and son, he compared to those two, he was a, a petite man. Right. And so, again, if you don't intend to use it, why are you bringing it? And don't they tell you first thing in gun class, if you point it at somebody, that's because you're getting ready to use it. Right. Don't point it mm-hmm. if you ain't going to shoot somebody. Yeah. So they pointed it. That meant we're going to shoot you for what? Yeah, for what? For no no property of a crime being committed. TV? And, and uh, yeah, what? I mean, I go back to like what you said. This is a human being. Yeah. And nothing had occurred up until that point that you, but that they, the white men, knew. should have been felt, or you out there, that you were actual an actual threat. You were not, they or were that not somebody in else any, was in threat. no, yeah, no person was in any shape or form at threat. Yeah. Even if it was a, a burglary at that point, once the burglar leaves the house, there is no threat of harm to physical person. Right. Right. Like, so even in a case of a burglary, which he did not do upon leaving there's no threat there's no nobody was no. a threat here no no your life uh-uh. was not in danger he wasn't coming Until at you, you approach he wasn't <laughs> he, he yeah he came at you when you're pointing a fucking gun at him right not knowing what the hell you approach. yeah i would be like what the f-? you know can you imagine here you are minding your own business just ro- just running down the road walking let's say walking yeah, walking it'd be walking around in my your case. bike running whatever <laughs> You know, and then all of a sudden you see somebody it, with guns and you like, oh, I better cross the street. I got to, you know, I don't know what these fools are trying to do. I'm going to try to avoid them. Mm-hmm. And then you notice that they're zeroed in on you. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about fight, flight or freeze? Boom. He's not this dude is not. He's only thinking about survival because that's the natural response in your brain. Yeah. So you people that are watching him, you already know what you're going to do. You're going to approach him. You're going to try to hold him. You're going to try to do whatever necessary Mm -hmm. to keep him there until the police came. And that's where the problem lies. You all approached. He's fight or flight. That's where this whole physical, you know, assault or the physical tussle comes in Mm -hmm. is because he don't know what you're approaching him on. He knows nothing other than two white men with guns. Right. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And and any one of us would feel the same way mm-hmm. he did, which was, oh hell no, I'm gonna fight for my life up in here. Right. Fight, 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 fight or fleece, right? Like right. if you're walking down the street and like like Sylvia just said, and somebody fucking comes at you with a gun, your natural trauma reaction instinct will kick in. It may be, right. it may be fight. It may be try to run the fuck out of there. It may just simply freeze and you're dead in your tracks. Right. Right. Like, right. We, 
it is an automatic system response. Clearly, his is to fight in that situation, right? right? Like in that situation, yeah. his brain said, "I'm fighting, I'm fighting, because I'm a, I'm in threat." He he right. was the one person in this whole scenario whose physical being was being threatened. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And his response was correct. Yeah. Like his natural response was correct. Yeah. He had every right to fight. He had every right to flee. It's like it's like when they're saying, well, he was trying to get the gun. Hell yeah, he was trying to get the Hell gun. Hell yeah, he's trying so to he get the gun. he doesn't fucking get killed. <laughs> right. Like. Uh, of course he's trying to get the gun. Of course. Who, what are you what you, the fuck? You could have pointed the gun. You could have pointed the gun way at the back of your truck and said, "Don't move." Right. And, and nobody would have moved at that. He would have. He would have froze. Nobody. Or he would have kept running, approached. and then you again, you call the fucking police. Like right. But you approached. You engaged. Yeah. That's where I'm at. You can, and I'm tired of that. Well, just stand your ground. Stand. Uh, the stand, stand your ground you was in... a meat fighting. Right. That's his stand his ground. Yeah. Exactly. The standing ground Neil. isn't him. Isn't you? Him just running? You're not in physical. Where Where are you in danger at that point? Right. And my thing is, if I'm approaching you, I don't get to claim stand your ground. I'm the one that's coming and approaching you in an aggressive manner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you're fighting back. Now I'm standing my ground. I started the situation. <laughs> I cannot claim stand my ground because now that's I'm afraid. What I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Ugh. These people <sighs> get on my mm. Well, should we take a little break? Yeah, let's take a break. I think we've covered this one. We've got yes, our point. we covered it. Pretty sure they I'm got sure our point. There's going to be more to come. But it's, we'll yes. have some what's updates. There'll We're, be what's th- updates. This is not a topic we will stop talking about it because, oh, and here's no. what I think. My opinion is this is our opportunity to be like, time's up right like time is in our in our tiny little listening community right this is our opportunity to speak this is why this shit is important if you love us this is why this shit is important right right? if you're white and you uh, love us women's this is what yeah same exactly rights for uh you know trans for lgbtq community you know just we all deserve respect. We all have we to all fight deserve... for each other. We don't get to pick yes. and choose. Oh, I'm not well, gonna fuck. Yeah, you know, they, that's I'm not, right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stand up for LGBTQ rights because that doesn't affect me. Excuse right. me. Right? Because Jesus doesn't like what? it. I, I, yeah, I don't get that type of thinking. I, no, yeah. no boo, no. So yeah, no. This isn't the last time we're gonna talk about this topic. No. We will continue to talk about talk about it because. It matters and it deserves a voice. And, you know, I mean, it's about time that we speak up about it because, you know, otherwise, if we don't, who will? Right. Right. And now people have to had to go out and protest with COVID going on. I see this is a protest. (laughs) That's one that I'm like, yes, if I was out there. I'd be like, come on, bitch, we got to get out there and we got to put our masks on and let's make our sign. Right? Yeah. This is a protest. This is the thing that, yes, exactly. This is a true protest. Mm-hmm. The other one? Uh-uh. Ugh. No. Ugh. No. That's that's just terrorist folks. But people had to go out there risking their lives to, you know, to, to really push this thing. And if it wasn't for those people out there protesting, mm-hmm. 
we would see two people getting off with murder. We would still wouldn't have known about it. We still allegedly wouldn't have known about it. Alleged murder. We would we would still not know about it, and it'd be a footnote in history. And a family would have lost their loved one, and none of us would know about it. You know what I don't, which hasn't been covered, because this was a leaked video. So whoever leaked it should be getting some, you know, and I say should be getting some type of award, some type of prize. But I'm pretty sure behind the scenes, they're probably looking to see who leaked it to then, you know, do that. Oh, we got to fire this person. Oh, yep. That, yep, you know, exactly. they, they didn't follow protocol, Yeah, that, you know? Yeah. Exactly. They didn't follow protocol, boo, because it's not protocol. You all didn't follow protocol. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. All right. We're going to take a little break and uh, we'll be back in a sec. All right. All right. We're back. Dude, what are you bringing to the table? Back for another story. And um, we just might as well stay on topic here. Uh, so this was one that I actually didn't know about either, um, but saw on Saturday. Um, off-duty, oh, this comes from The Root. Uh, off-duty cop among mob in North Carolina that forced its way into a black woman's home. Oh, actually, what? this isn't this is the, this is the one I was going to do. This is a different one. Yeah. Uh, so this was one I was going to do. And then there's another one that I have, I'm going to have to bring. So we're just okay, going to stay well, on topic. Okay, well, they're the same topic, so bring them we're together. We're stay on topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, so read that again, because okay. I, I don't think I quite heard that correctly. Off-duty cop, so an off-duty cop, pol- police officer, uh, is among a mob in North Carolina that forced its way into a black woman's home. This better be good. This be- She better have been murdering her parents murdering somebody for this to happen well you who you would hope right i mean not that we want anybody uh to be no but i'm saying in order for you you to have a mob of people busting down the door you had better be some type of serial killer (laughs) you got ready to chainsaw somebody up right you got people fucking chained in your basement Fucking Dexter and the shit out of or uh, you're people. beating the crap out of your kid that people are like hell no right? or even your animal something yeah, like something's been going on and you know that that there's not probable cause to get you know a warrant so the 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 that it's an the community takes it among themselves to like fine we'll get this you know yeah. sexual predator deviant who's trafficking humans and and sawing their body parts off right yeah uh-huh. you would think no. That's um, what I'm hoping. A group of white people armed with weapons demanded entry into the home of a black woman and her son in Pender County, North Carolina, last Sunday night and refused to leave. Reportedly leading the group was a member of the new Hanover Sheriff's Office, De- Deputy Jordan Keita, who was armed in a armed and in a, a uniform during the incident in question despite being off duty and employed in a different county the mob claimed that they were on the lookout for someone named josiah in connection with the disappearance of a young girl according to james lee an attorney now representing the family they wouldn't ha- wouldn't take no for an answer when monica shepherd and her son damien a high school senior told them repeatedly that no one but by that name lived at the residence. Um, oops, sorry. Uh, 
When Damien attempted to shut the door after telling the group who he was, Lee said the new Hanover Cap- County deputy stuck his foot in the door and demanded to come inside. Shepard woke up during the commotion and also tried to get the group to leave her property, indicating the person they were looking for did not live there. Once again, according to Lee, the group continued to question the shepherds demanding to come inside the deputy also blocked shepherd from closing her door lee says at that point the group realized they were at the wrong residence and started to disband but by the time by that time the pender county sheriff's was called to this disturbance you won't be surprised to hear that the members of the mob were allowed to leave the scene unscathed yes i am surprised <laughs> That's the that's the key. Yes, I am surprised that they were allowed to leave. You no, are surprised? Of course I'm no, I'm surprised that they were allowed to leave. You, you because are surprised that they any, were allowed yes, to leave? I yes, I I'm am surprised. because in in a country that we claim to be full of law and justice, why I'm outraged. Oh, but I'm outraged. They were white men. Of course they were I know. to leave. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I, I, I know. But I'm, I continue to be outraged because, again, yet again, we're showing that this is not a land of uh, law and order. It's only who we pick and choose. I'm not surprised, like, in the surprise, like, oh, man, they let them go. I'm surprised that they think that they can get away with it in this day and age with video with media you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like have we not have have you all not learned one that your asses are going to get sued mm-hmm. look at what happened to the west lynn you know it's almost a million dollars given out and these small communities they don't have they don't have a million to be handing out because you got idiots that are being hired on the law enforcement and idiots that don't know the law, you know, that you just put them in there because they applied for it. They know, you know, Bubba from, you know, family member, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You all don't, You there should be some type of risk assessment being done to say, Hey, yeah, we can't keep these practices because our asses are getting sued and we, you would you think, know, right? We're going to go bankrupt. You would think if we can't think. convince them, to do it because it's fucking human decency, right? No, we can't convince them for that. You would think we have to hit them with the pocketbook. But by the fiscal aspect, they would say, "All right, we need to play this out a little bit more." Because That's right. We're losing we, this million. We cannot this afford many it. millions of dollars per year on lawsuits on, you know, settle because that's what happens with the, with lot with these agencies, whether it's police, whether it's county, mm-hmm. whether it's state, municipal, whatever. Right. These these municipalities there, they settle. They settle cases. Right. Because if they settle, then there's no onus to change. There's no mm-hmm. admit of wrongdoing there's no admission to racism and structural racism and institutional racism so you would think at some point someone would say why are we paying all you know why are we paying this money out like right you would think that's what i'm saying you would think but they don't do that yeah they will sign the check and they will cut services 
that are super important mm-hmm. to the community in order to make the budget fit because yeah. that's how budgeting works. Right. There's, uh, you know, I'm not hearing anybody saying we got to clean this shit up because it's just, we can't afford it. Uh, our dollars need to go to really to the, you know, social services, mental health, you know, we can't keep uh, keeping officers that put this county or city or whatever at risk because of the stupidity of not knowing the law. Yeah, the stupidity of their decisions. At some point, some little bean counter in risk management would be like, um, memo, (laughs) we have paid out this million, many millions of dollars each year in settlements over racism, discrimination, what have you, you know. We should probably do something differently. Because we apparently can't win over their hearts in regards to human decency. No, I mean, I and would this, love for it to be that reason, but and I like that. I like the fact that they had said that this police officer dude off duty poli- was new, uh, was new. They, they put that, you know, in there, uh, because I was like, again, just because, and I, I'll bet you if I go on the website, their standards are high school diploma and 18 years oh, old. Yeah. No, it know. doesn't say anything about him being a new deputy. Oh, I thought I heard you say he was a new deputy no. in a but from a different county. No, he so the um uh where's it at? Let's see. So do, 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 do. this happened in let's see. Like he's a police officer from a different county or so different this happened city. in Pender County. He works for the new Hanover County. Uh, right so that wasn't even his county yeah so he 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 just lived in that county he was going with his boys to find this person josiah who allegedly was uh, you know responsible for a disappearance of some young girl he was going with the mob right yeah they got their lynch mob together in his police uniform because he fucking knows that's an abuse of power that's a fucking abuse of power you can't do that but i bet you they did this Hey, we know Jessica's over there in that dude's house Mm -hmm. and we need your help. Okay, let me get my uniform on. Yep. Just like the West Lynn case. Yep. Got Portland to investigate a situation. Like that that whole series, you know, got the DA to charge. Like, again, using their position of power to influence a situation. Because when the deputies arrived, they talked to the shepherds. Um, Lee notes that a group of people, including those who were armed, returned and followed the deputies to the shepherd's property. So the mob that's armed just follows the sheriff back to the property. According to Lee, the deputies took no names of those in the group and didn't investigate the situation. A captain who arrived on scene also did not take any action. Lee says the same captain returned to shepherd's property the next day on his own, indicated it would be it would be a complicated to arrest anyone but said he'd look into it what it would be complicated to arrest someone because because you'd have to arrest your 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 job you'd have to arrest your your girl buddy because they didn't do their job that's why which meant you should have called backup and people should have been arrested 
names take, even if you didn't do, at least names taken of those and that were there. forwarded to the district attorney. Lady, come here, point mm-hmm. out who and who. Son, yep. point out who and who came into your house. Yep. And number one should have been that uh, police officer. Mm-hmm. And it, was he arrested? Because they knew about him. So... Kita, one of the officers, was finally charged with forcible trespass, breaking and entering, willful and willful failure to discharge duties on Friday. Almost a week after the break-in, and only after the family's attorney wrote a letter to the district attorney and asked them to investigate the terrorizing incident. A second person, Robert Austin Wood, will be charged going uh, with going armed to terror to the terror of a pub of the public. Um, meanwhile, the Pender County Sheriff's Department is patting itself on the back for doing absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah. 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 That's because they want to save their dollars. This is how they do it. Oh, hell, we're going to get sued. Uh, nothing here to see folks. Nothing here to see in order to avoid being sued again, only after outrage from the community in this sense the community that it happened to the person it happened to and their attorney. Right. Uh-huh. Only after that was something done. The The police arrive on scene that night. Don't take any information down, any pertinent information, even like, again, even if they wouldn't have arrested them, taking down the information for follow purposes, right? You know, to, to start an investigation and, you know, <laughs> look into it further, send forensics out to maybe do some fucking, uh, uh, fingerprinting analysis like minimum minimum they didn't even do right because it's a good old boy fucking network right and this is just a black family that's yet again been terrorized by the police but it's it, it's no big deal right not just been terrorized them. by the police by the community yeah we're not gonna worry about it. They, they came in like a mob a you know mob. the only thing that the only thing they were missing was the hooded you know the hooded masks right and that was it thank goodness josiah wasn't there or that would have probably right. been another black man killed. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'm wondering, like, like let's just say, like, this mother could have woken up, had her gun. Just like that you situation know, in and Texas. started shooting, shooting. I'll mm-hmm. bet you $20 she would have been arrested, oh. and they would have investigated, and they would have had her in custody before they would have released her. Probably would have had her on, on attempted uh, murder on a police officer. Right. And she would have had to have gotten her own attorney, had to have made the mm-hmm. case that it was, that she was fearing for her life. She wakes up, people trying to get into her house with guns. But she mm-hmm. wouldn't have had, again, the struggle is real, people. Yeah. You, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Actually, that's... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just everything that mixes together because there's so many stories like this. But I feel like I did read a story maybe last week of a situation similar to there was a man um, and he didn't know the police didn't announce themselves coming in. And so he, you know, homeowner that with a gun came out and shot because he thought somebody's breaking into his house and um, ended up hitting a police officer and he gets arrested for shooting the police officer. Yeah. So yeah, exact case. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't surprise me because that would happen to anybody except for it doesn't happen to white people. Right. Exactly. The fact that they actually follow the law in that case, like, you know, uh, you know, investigate later, but go ahead and arrest, but investigate, mm-hmm. but you don't do it equally and across the board. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Only when it comes to a skin tone is it that you decide you want to follow the law. I would like to see a statistics on how many um, uh, mistaken homes were were mistaken warrant, right? So they, they mm -hmm. had a warrant for uh, one place and they entered the wrong house or it was the wrong address. Like how many times has that occurred and has it been a person of color versus a white person, right? So how many white families have undergone warrants that, that trauma mistake right you know mistake like wrong apartment or right. wrong address or wrong looking for the wrong person like I, right. I don't know i mean i my gut tells me you're not going to see as many or you're going to see a disp disproportionate number of people of color that have experienced yeah. that right yeah yeah i would agree with you but again what's that what's that little um what was that dunkel dunkel dunning kroger effect. dunning kroger effect yep you know But, you know, until I see some stats to say something different. Right. You know, because I'm of hold historical on to statistical in other areas. Right. Right. I mean, in other areas, there's a disproportionate it, it, in the criminal justice system. Yeah. Disproportionate. So it would. I mean, what do they call it? And how, Correlate the, how community. Yes. Similar. And how communities of color are policed. It, you know, exactly. how, how they do different from policing in communities of color than they do in white communities. Mm -hmm. So, yes. well, and not to mention like the disproportionate uh overrepresentation of people in color in poverty, right? So if there's a if there's a institutional targeting of the poor for mm -hmm. criminal activity, right? Yeah. You have a po a population that moves around a lot more. So that right. the, the, they're not going to show up at that address. So you're going to get mix up. It's like, oh, you know, Johnny hasn't stayed here for, you know, two years or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, he used to stay here, but now he's staying over at, you know, whatever. So you get a higher proportion of changing of address. So the problem is, is they make no effort to, to verify, right? Like, right. let's make sure that that was the last known address of such and such, you know, in yeah. that sense. The other times it's just simply... They go, they go literally go to the wrong address and yeah. it's like, oops, sorry. We busted down your sorry. door. Sorry. We, sorry. People. Sorry. You ended up dead. So speaking of yeah. that, you said bring them both. So this is another yeah. one. Um, this also from the root, this came out today. Um, but it, I don't know, think my, my temple vein can handle a, another well, one. Well, I'm going to give it to you. I'm anyway. about to bust. Um, like, I feel like I'm about like my, Brain is about to explode. I, okay, you'll Go be ahead. fine. If you, if me, you ran for a mod, you need to stand for Brie. Brianna Taylor's death isn't getting enough attention. So this is a situation of a white woman. Um, it's been two months since 26-year-old Brianna um, Taylor, a Louisville, Kentucky EMT, was fatally shot by police officers during what has been described as a botched execution of a warrant. Now Taylor's family has filed wrongful death lawsuit against Louisville uh, Metro Police and is being represented by the same attorney represented the families of Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, Tamir Rice, and currently Ahmad Arbery. Both the family and their attorney are now seeking more Black Lives Matter energy in 
in the interest of justice for Brianna. The Washington Post reports that the civil rights attorney, Ben Crump, who has been involved in a multitude of cases, including the aforementioned where black people have been killed by police and vigilantes, was hired Monday to represent Taylor's family. For those who are unfamiliar with the case of Breonna Taylor, she was shot to death in her apartment on March 13th after officers arrived to execute a search warrant for a suspected drug dealer who did not live at Taylor's address and had actually already been arrested. Kenneth Walker... Taylor's boyfriend was at her apartment that night and shot at who and shot at who he thought were people trying to break in. He said that whoa, the officers, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. oh maybe this is the one I was this is the one I was thinking of. Yeah, this was yeah. So wait a minute. So it was a dude. Did she know the dude? Like the dude that shot wasn't the one that they were coming after, no. right? No, 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 it no. It sounded no. like this was you know, a guy that maybe used to live there, but yeah. then moved, you know, and then clears out and she leases the place on her, you know, yeah. and moves in. Like, like if you were to, like, if you were to leave or, your or apartment we don't even know. and somebody like, moves in. The dude that they were looking for could have used a fake address. True. True. That's the other thing. So like, right. So I don't, and I the don't... people they give, they give false addresses all the time. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so, th- you um, know. So but the, then I'm also heard you say, but he was already in custody. Yes. So the person that they were looking for was already in custody. But again, this is a situation of not that? like running, like doing a double check, right? Before you're going out to the warrant, let's double check the address. Let's double check to make sure this person hasn't been picked up somewhere else. Because that happens, right? Oh, they get oh, yeah. the problem. They go, you go, you go to get a warrant. Some other, you know, agency picks up this person. They end up at a different jail or whatever. But that's all in leads. So, but that's what I'm saying. Do, so he's do another check. If you're entering something, wouldn't it say, you know, that he's in custody or? I don't know. I mean, you. Would I mean, think... wouldn't you? Wouldn't you investigate to first, like you said, where is he? If we can't find him. You know, you would check, does he have a job? So you would check to see, is this dude on supervision? Yeah. Can we reach out to the PO? Yeah. You know, um, your basic checks. That's why you have LEDs. That's why you have all the systems available to you, the criminal data, you know, systems available to you to locate somebody. You can even see, you know, put in their driver's license number and up pops you know, all the locations that they lived at based on, you know, the police have multiple systems to find somebody. That's well, yeah, how that's they're the able thing. to it, break crap the, down. The minute you, let, you enter the name and leads, it would pop up any arrests that have happened, right? Right. So if you're going out on a warrant that morning, and let's just say by some weird situation, you apply, say you apply for the warrant in the morning and then you go out in the afternoon but by that point this guy's been arrested right now and so there wasn't like you know what i mean like let's just say the the war was issued and then they're getting all the fucking tactical bullshit together to go out and serve the warrant in that interim time wouldn't you want to investigate to make sure he's there first of all wouldn't you why waste resources exactly if the dude is not even there why would you want to waste that resource exactly getting everybody all you know pumped up gunned up you know let's go over there but that's what i'm saying hey i spotted him there at that house 
Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know the whole <sighs> shenaz. Okay, so, so then this yeah. was the case. What I just said. Oh, I read a case about somebody shooting. This was it. Um, okay. So Kenneth Walker, her boyfriend, was at the apartment that night and shot who he says he thought were people trying to break in. He said the officers didn't announce themselves. The firefight then ensued after Walker fired a shot, hitting the officer in the leg. Ended the police ended in poli- police firing more than 20 shots into the apartment eight of which hit taylor and took her life walker who was a registered gun owner and had been charged who has been charged with first degree assault attempted murder of a police officer wait yes has been charged been yes oh son of a gun you see what i'm saying damned if you do damned if you don't exactly um so, you know, it goes on to talk about how the uh, family has gotten, you know, the attorney attorney because um, along with filing a lawsuit against the police, Crump and Taylor's family are seeking more media attention and activist attention for Brianna's case. I'm just getting awareness for my sister. Not only Brianna's case, but the boyfriend's right? case. Yeah, exactly. He's alive right now. He's sitting in jail right yeah. now on attempted murder. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, she was an essential worst worker. Um, she was, so she was an EMT. Um, and I was trying to see if down below it talks about anything about like the warrant or, um, you know, kind of like, yeah. And so it doesn't, it doesn't say anything about like, what about the botched warrant? What about they didn't announce themselves? Right. You know, like he was in custody, like when this happened, why, you know, that's, Ugh. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. Sorry, I this had to is, double up there on stories. Yeah, this is like this is terrible. This is really, really terrible. Yeah. Like again, there is no. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh. Exactly. Now let's just say because this is what's going to happen. Let's just say because police are going to say, "Oh no, hell, we said police," and then busted the door down. Of course, they're right? going to say that. Show me so, the body cam. That's what. That's I'm exactly what I'm saying. At this point, I'm like, with all the, you know, evidence that, and I, I don't want to say evidence. I can't say evidence. But with all the times that we've seen that police officers have given statements and then out pops a video, mm-hmm. it's always a lie what mm-hmm. they say under oath and what they put mm-hmm. on the reports. Right. To me, you got a body camera for a reason. And, and true, true, honest police officers are going to ensure that that camera is working. Right. Because they sure as hell don't want to get caught up in something. They're and gonna if be- I know anything about watching all the fucking cop shows that I've watched, because yep. Andy likes watching that damn live PD. So I yep. end up getting sucked in. And one thing that I've learned from watching that show is cops love mm-hmm. the, to film a good warrant. They love that because, you know, yeah. they like to go back and just be all fucking yeah. rubbing each other's dicks about it. Like, you know, look yeah. how awesome, you know, I'm sorry. That's very. No, I'm not sorry. It's true. Like they, they love to like go back over the footage and, oh, yeah, we got him. It's and, the testosterone. You know, yeah. Yeah. That toxic yeah. masculinity. Yeah. Um, well, and my um, yeah. So when it comes out, if it comes out, oh, the no camera malfunction, oh, no body yeah. cam, you know. Then I can't take your, I cannot take your version of events exactly. because the, one of the witnesses has you all killed one of the witnesses. Exactly. 
Yeah. So I, I cannot. Yeah. I can't. I cannot. Yeah. If the glove does not fit, you must have quit. All right. Do uh, you got a story? Because I've done two now in a row. Girl, well, that wasn't two. That was one. They were the same topic. Well, it was. It was. It was all in the vein of you started with Ahmad, and then I yeah. went into the other two. So yeah, I guess it's. It's yeah. Hey, you know what? Though I'm noticing, it's not a COVID series today. This is this. We have not. We have not ventured into not the COVID one story world. COVIDy. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing because then that means people are going to be like, oh, I guess COVID is. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> but I will have one on Fauci. So okay. so we're we're yeah. gonna yeah. COVID's we're, we're not gone away. COVID. Because I don't want none of our listeners getting it because they think that uh, this Trump administration right. is telling the truth. Exactly. So anyway, okay. this one came out uh, Daily Mail. Serial groper 26 is arrested after molesting eight random women, including six who were assaulted in just over one hour in New York City. Yeah. Can you but dude? What are you out there touching people? COVID. COVID. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You don't you you risking COVID just to get your rocks off? (laughs) I mean, come on, dude. I'm just gonna read the bullet points. Okay. Uh so Kevin Jenkins, 26, an alleged serial groper in Brooklyn, was arrested this weekend and charged with molesting eight women. Jenkins, who lives in Brooklyn, Bedford. Uh, something section is alleged to have assaulted six of the Vicks on May 7th between 9.55 and 11.15. Dude, work in the room. Wow. That's fast. The victims, oh, this is, the victims ranged in, ranged in age from 16 to 40 Ooh. and none were injured. Look at, none were injured. Did you hear that? Uh, this is how this story. Yep. See, None that's of them why words injured. matter. Exactly. None were injured. You were just groped. That None didn't hurt injured. you. You'll be fine. Yep. Suck yeah, it up, little lady. No that's right. At least exactly. she didn't get hurt, little lady. Although two were alleged to have been thrown to the ground after they were groped. So of the eight... Two were thrown to the ground. So maybe a scraped knee. You know, poor, you know, you so, got a scraped knee see. out of it. Uh, my ass was grabbed and then I was yeah. thrown to the ground. Oh, yeah, no, that's not traumatic. That's not going to cause yeah. me emotional pain. Oh, but that doesn't right. matter. That's Or he grabbed me by the coochie. Emotional but, injury. Yeah, no, I, I ain't got no bruises or nothing. Emotional injury does not count, yeah. ladies. Right. If you not a, walk away unscathed physically, you'll just be fine. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. You're okay, girl. You're lucky. That's that's what they say. You're lucky that's all right? that happened to you. See, it, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. This is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, in this article, they actually have uh him like this big full frontal faces, which I'm like, dude, you ain't getting away with nothing. So you know, this type of person, if we took uh, and, you know, groping to me again, that word groping as opposed to sexual yeah, assault. These ladies were sexually assaulted. They were sexually assaulted. Uh, if we took sexual assault against women very seriously, right. 
this dude would be in prison um, just like a serial killer. Yeah. We can't have you coming out in the community because, uh, and I doubt he's had treatment or any of that kind of stuff, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's because what else, what else is going on with this dude? Right, and, and what else don't we know? We yeah. don't know of the potential rapes. Mm-hmm. You know, clearly this dude has a problem. So, yeah. you know, we don't know. But Ugh. you all need to arrest his butt. Send a mob after him. What? <laughs> we can't seem to find him. <laughs> That's the thing. He, they got his picture all over. We're looking for him. We're looking for this dude. I'm like, Jesus Christ. come on. You can find a needle in a haystack, but you can't find him. <laughs> right? Um. Okay. Uh. We got to talk about this because uh, fucking, yeah. So well, nearly 2,000 former DOJ officials call for A.G. Barr to resign after Flynn case. So you know about that I whole thing. I saw that, but you I know didn't about read that it. shit, yeah. Tell me about it. I didn't read so, it because I've been hearing back and forth about how the DOJ has dropped charges against uh, Flynn. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I'm that like. That he's admitted I, I, to. Yeah. And and I'm like, oh, because uh, the FBI, um, what was it? I, I read the FBI coerced him or set him up to lie. Right there, I was like, nobody can set you up to lie. First of all, nobody can set you up to lie. And he, of all us lay citizens, knew that the minute that you lied to the FBI, Boom, you were caught. Mm-hmm. So the reason why you lied was because you were afraid to actually tell the truth because the mm-hmm. truth was going to be worse than you believe. The truth was going to be worse than your lie. Right. Exactly. So bull. I'm like bull. But go ahead. Bring it up. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So um, nearly 2,000 former Justice Department officials have assigned onto a letter calling for AG um, bar re- to resign over the describe what they describe as his improper intervention in the criminal case of former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Last week, the DOJ, DOJ moved to drop charges against Flynn, who pleaded guilty twice. Dude already pled guilty. Yeah, to yeah. lying to the FBI about his contacts with former Russian ambassador during the presidential transition. The letter signed mostly by former career officials in the department accuses Barr of joining with President Trump in the political interference in the department's law enforcement decisions. Attorney yep. General Barr's repeated actions to use the department as a tool to further President Trump's personal and political interests have determined have undermined any claim to the difference in co- that what and difference that courts usually apply to the department's decisions about whether or not to prosecute a case. Reads the yes. letter, which is was organized by the group. protect democracy bar um last week denied he was acting in the president's behest and to drop charges against flynn the federal judge in the case of in the case as of monday morning had not yet responded to the goj filing the letter is latest latest wave of backlash among the former officials of the doj's surprise reversal in the flynn case Barr said he is supported dropping the charges based on the recommendation from the U.S. attorney from the oh, East now District we bl- of Missouri. Oh, now we're going to 
Yeah, we yeah. you the boss who has tasked by Barr who was tasked by Barr to with reviewing the FBI agents <laughs> handling of the interview of Flynn in the White House in 2017. Oh, the filing last Thursday by US Attorney Timothy Shea cited new evidence uncovered in Jensen's review that the department said rendered the investigation into Flynn's Flynn illegitimate at the time of his interview. Mary McCord, who served as a former acting Does that, I, I gotta pause you okay. that. Yeah. So, even though it was illegitimate, does that now mean that because he lied about whatever questions that he still didn't lie? I mean, you're under oath, dude. That's just what I was saying. It's like, if just he admitted to lying, he admitted to lying. Right. And just because we, you know, maybe didn't have all the facts with us when we came to you, doesn't mean that we somehow forced you to lie. Right. I mean, uh, that's what I don't get. Yeah. You I, lied. You lied. It don't matter what you lied about. That's what they got Clinton on. And, you lied about ha being in, in a relationship with Monica Lewinsky. Right. You lied about that. Um, a lie is a lie. The McCord accused the department of twisting her comments in a misleading effort to undercut the department's case against Ford. Um, oh, wait, read McCord, that part sorry. again. No, McCord, who served as a, a former acting assistant attorney general to national security during the early stages of the rest of the investigation, um, said in the New York Times on Sunday that the DOJ's filing to dismiss the charges cited comments she made in an interview more than 25 times. Um, McCord accused the department of twisting her comments in a misleading effort to undercut the department's case against Flynn. Um, the, the report of my interview is no support for Mr. Barr's dismissal in Flynn case. It does not suggest the FBI had no, had no counterintelligent reason for investigating Mr. Flynn. It does not suggest the FBI's interview with Mr. Flynn of Mr. Flynn, which led to the false statements was unlawful or unjust. Um, McCord did note, however, that she had been critical of the FBI for failing to properly consult the Justice Department of its agents plan to interview Flynn until they were already on the way to the White House. They don't, they're not they under don't obligation and they probably decided not to tell them because they know the situation is like, oh, of course. if I tell you this your is... homeboy's about to get uh, interrogated. Guess what I'm going to say? I'm going to say pump the brakes on that. Right? Like you're going to, you're going to, yeah. We're seeing it in this Hamad case. Exactly. Pump the brakes on that. I know this dude. Pump the brakes. Yeah. No rest. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see how, you, you see mm -hmm. now, now we, we can't find fault in their investigation. We, yes, we can't find fault that yes, they brought something legitimate here. What we have fault with is that they didn't consult us. Yeah. And so Ugh. because of that, that's we're how gonna, like, we're going to not. Yeah. Let's go back we're gonna drop it. And, and my thing is, so he pled guilty, even if yes, he would have the right to appeal it. So let him go through that process. That's right. You're basically backtracking and saying here, I'm going to hand you something that you could use as your defense. Right. Or, you know, like. And, and what defense? It's like, there is no defense. You lied, right. dude. But that's what you they, lied. you know, like, what are you doing re-investigating a case in which somebody's already pled to? Like, See, this on. is exactly why I didn't read it, because I was like, this is a, an idiot in office that we know is as corrupt as can be, and that I'm not surprised about this because of this administration. You know, oh, this, yeah, no, this, they were looking for something 
because they can't just have Trump say, I'm a pardon you, friend. Because right. he already, you know. His, yeah, his... go look for any loophole, go scratch any service so that we can say, hey, it's done. Sorry, we made a mistake. Right, exactly. So Ugh. I think I, I'm not surprised as well. My 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 concern around that is this is just another example of the erosion of our democracies and our separations and why the, there are three separate uh uh, branches of the government, right? Like right. this is why we say the executive branch can't tell the legal branch what to do. And, you know, like there's a reason why we've had these, have them separated. And right. each time this shit goes down and nothing happens, it just erodes it even more and erodes it even more to where you right. become a situation where he's got absolute power. Right. We don't got shit. He's canceling elections. He's doing this. He's doing that. All because right. people think, oh, you know, well, I don't know what to do. You know, like. Yeah. Oh, we don't know who to believe. Yeah. Believe your eyeballs, people. There are good people, people on the... both sides. Yeah. You know. So believe what you see, people. Not unless somebody shows you the whiz behind the, you know, yeah. the Oz behind the curtain. Exactly. All right. Now nobody has showed us anything other than he lied. He didn't have to lie. He could have told the truth. Mm -hmm. But whatever questions he was lying about, he didn't want to tell the truth. Mm -hmm. That's it. It exactly. don't matter nothing else. He right. lied. Yes, exactly. You know, and these Republicans, and I go back to Clinton, I'm like, he wasn't being investigated because of uh, an alleged affair. He, When Kenneth Starr was brought in, they were looking for something about that real estate Absolutely. situation. Yeah, exactly. They only got him on the because he was having the affair. That was it, and he lied about it. And that it was wasn't it. even the affair; it was the lying about the affair that got him. Like, that's right. Like, and, and that's right. Like, and it's like it had nothing to do with nothing. Which, but yet here you all are accepting, you know, accept. Oh well, you know, you the the. It's the same thing you all were griping about against Clinton. He lied. Mm -hmm. He lied. He lied. Yeah. Okay. Here's Flynn. It's he lied, same, he lied, he lied. Yeah, and, and and this, I mean, this whole situation is the same. How Barr interfered with uh, Roger Stone's sentencing, right? Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna step in and, and so he interfering in other people's right? people of color that have been wrongly, you <laughs> exactly. know, done in because no. of the DOJ. It's like, come on, a pattern of behavior of this cronyism that is eroding our fucking justice system. Why are they even all more than it already is? Right, like. Folks people that got arrested i mean that that should tell anybody what kind of corrupt person we have yeah Ugh. so i had to bring it well had disgusting. to bring it should um, we go for a break yeah we probably should go for a break all right yeah. we'll be right back all right we back Ew, what are you bringing to the table welcome back for our third segment last story um what you got bring it all right, this one comes from, how come I can't see where it came from? Oh, the AP News, uh, and it came out May 4th. Uh, in Walker, Louisiana, foul play, not baseball foul, but chicken foul. Oh, brother. <laughs> Louisiana police search for aggressive chicken. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? What? They are on the hunt for an aggressive chicken. <laughs> Police are seeking, are searching for an aggressive, they got it in quotes, 
quote unquote, aggressive chicken accused of engaging in foul play at a Louisiana bank. Come on. (laughs) The Walker Police Department responded to a complaint about the brazen animal Friday, the agency said in a social media post over the weekend. Witnesses told police the chicken had been spotted at the bank multiple times last week, approaching patrons at the ATM, chasing customers, and even attempting to climb into cars in the drive-thru, according to the department's post. Get out of here. Officials said officers responded to the bank within minutes of the call, but found the pesky poultry, poultry had already escaped. The suspect remains on the loose and police advise residents to avoid confronting the animal and instead call for help. Get out of here. That is the damn truth. We are now using police resources. Oh my God. A chicken. What is going on? Yet here's the thing. We don't have white people killing that chicken. It's aggressive chicken. Where are your guns at? How come that chicken hasn't been shot? But when it comes to a person of color, you are so quick to whip out that gun. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. What is going on? Where is this (laughs) universe taking us to? Was that Florida? (laughs) No. Louisiana. Louisiana. This is about yeah. as bad as the tweet I saw um, a couple weeks ago. Um, as that's the beginning of the month. It was a Portland um, alert tweet that uh, poli- Portland info only call report of three chihuahuas running amok on North Killingsworth. Oh, so yeah. somebody called yeah. the fucking police about these damn chihuahuas, three chihuahuas running amok. <laughs> Is that code for three Mexicans running amok? Well, uh, Maybe they, hey, we uh, know what they have code for. I said the only reason why they called because they're Mexicans. Because they're Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Well, yeah. no. hopefully they'll yeah. find the chicken. Right. Take it into custody. Don't <laughs> point a gun and don't kill it. Oh, leave, leave the chicken alone. Um, all right, I'm gonna end on this one. It's a good one, it's a happy story. Meet Magnolia, the new Gerber baby contest winner. Magnolia Magnolia Earl from Ross, California, is the first adopted spokesbaby. The only reason why I'm showing this is because spokesbaby, uh, you know, the Gerber baby, yeah, you know, but you know, the Gerber yeah. baby, right? Yeah. There was yeah. a Gerber baby. It was a little white boy, wasn't it? I think it was a white boy. So they have selected, you know, the 2020 Gerber spokes baby. And um, it's little Magnolia. She will be uh, the Gerber social media channels, marketing campaigns throughout the year. And her family will, will receive $25,000 cash and 1000 in Gerber's Gerber, Gerber children's wear and a thousand from Walmart and phones with a year of free unlimited service from Verizon. Um, Just to use her image. Yeah. Uh, first off, how cute is it? It's adopted baby. Secondly, 
it's a cute little black baby girl. She's fucking adorable. Um, we'll have to post the um, the face, the, the picture. The, Can you yeah. see the picture? Oh my god! Can you show me the picture? Yeah, I'll bring it up on my phone. Okay. I mean, I you you can't even like you can't even with this face. It is just like. Oh. And now, how old is she in the pit? Is it like a baby, um, baby? Yeah, it's a baby. I mean, not like an infant baby, all like you know, right? Weird looking, not like a newborn. Yeah, but maybe um, five, six months. First, first birthday. So she's uh, one years old. Look at this. Omg, how gorgeous her cheeks are so adorable her face is like so round <gasps> uh, adorable. adorable right and her smile oh, look, look, at look at this one oh how so cute, cute. So cute. <gasps> oh adorable and this adorable. is what we say about representation matters right yeah for yeah. how many years people think about the Gerber baby and they just think of a white baby. Like, right. this matters. Like, representation right. matters. And, oh my gosh, she's adorable. Um, of course, as I'm looking at it, what do I think? Oh, Jesus, the racists, racists are going to have a field day with this one. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. But I tried not to weigh that, let that weigh me down. I was like, right. you know, this is a great story. Well, she's adorable. Um, right representation yeah. yeah um adorable like adorable like I, I just like seriously adorable um so should we do some rapid fire uh yes because anonymous has been oh, uh, coming at it huh back back up not a hundred percent you know not a hundred percent but close but to it close to okay jason did send me stories but they were really in the same vein of things we've already touched on so um he, he's he sent me he, he definitely coming at me with the with the uh, stories that we're oh yeah you know, and um, take those yeah so uh we didn't i didn't use exactly those but um it, they were the same topics that we talked about just different sources so Thanks for the stories, Jace. Keep them coming. Yeah. All, All right. right. What you got for ready? your first rapid fire? Uh, five-year-old boy surprise. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 not that one. Five-year-old boy pulled over on I-15, said he was driving to California to buy a Lamborghini, the highway patrolman said. Didn't we talk about this one last week? No. Are you sure? The five-year-old boy? Yeah. Oh, maybe I did because I was like, look at the face. Yeah, because I, I pulled up the uh, dash cam. Okay, so then here, this one. The five-year-old boy was surprised with the Lamborghini ride after being after taking off in families. So not only was he driving, you know, illegally, what? but now they surprised him. By giving him a ride in a Lamborghini. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, he's five. Yes. And I don't, you know, brain development. We want to teach him, no, you don't get into like, vehicles. You know, there's a lot of, 
lack of, you know, there's, there's some, there's a disconnect maybe in some of the parenting he may or may not have gotten, right? Yeah. So I don't really want to be mad at him and say he should be like, you know, aggressively punished. But I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know. Give him the reward. Like, yeah, like, is that what? I don't know. The reward is I didn't kill you, boy. That's the reward. You know, (laughs) you're lucky I did not kill you. (laughs) Like, I just feel like that's a conflicting message that he might be getting there. Right. Like, I can go ahead and do this. Yeah, I feel like I'm in trouble, but then he, 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 let's get you in a Lamborghini now. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I feel yeah. like, I don't know. And I don't know. I feel like there's, you a, imagine if there's a whole lot of other lessons him? I think that yeah. should be learned, should be taught before yes. we go giving him a lab, ride in a Lamborghini. And right. I, again, I don't know what's happening between year. now and then. Wait a year, right. wait two years. Right. Something. Just ca- I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just be, what I would be like, I'm glad you're safe. Right. I'm glad nothing major yep. happened. Yep. And we leave it at that. Like, that's the reward in itself. Yeah. Is your safety, you didn't hurt anybody else. Yeah. You know, every, everything came yeah. out as best as possible. But we, you don't get an Xbox now, or yeah. you don't get a go to Disneyland now yeah. because you know you're safe now. Yeah, now, we're we're now. gonna we're gonna we're gonna work a little bit more on understanding the things that you should and shouldn't do to keep right. yourself safe. Because obviously you can't, you're not you're not keeping yourself safe. And hey, parent, maybe that's on you. Like we don't know. Like yeah, somewhere there was a breakdown in lessons here, <laughs> and I don't think a ride right. in the Lamborghini is a good no. way to teach it. If you want to give the kid, uh, you know, grateful that he's alive, yeah, get a little piece of little pie or whatever and yeah. share it with the family and just say, hey, whoo, like, like where's the lesson even in respect for the automobile and, res- you know, like, like respect for you. This is a machine that could kill people, right? Like, right. you, like the, the lesson around, him. yeah, okay. like you were literally driving something that could could kill like yeah yeah like that you got to teach that like uh i don't know yep uh, yeah some people probably disagree with me i don't know um and again we all know i'm pretty fucking liberal (laughs) like i'm i've been proven to be very liberal but for some reason this this one got me i don't know i don't know if i agree with the lamborghini ride I'm all about strengths base, but I'm I'm having a hard time finding the finding the strength. For me, it's like we don't always. I mean, we don't always have to be giving. Like, you know, with my kid, it's like every time it's like, oh, can I have it? Can I have a dollar? Uh, uh, No, (laughs) you know, can I take the or can you put your shoes away? Can I have a dollar? Uh, No, (laughs) you know, there are some. It's just, you don't have to be rewarding every single time. It's good, you know, it's good enough just to... Structure is a necessity. Like, structure helps. Yeah. It's just a a matter of, like, how do you set the limits, right? Do you help, you know, build understanding instead of, like, this is the limit because I'm the authority, you know? like. Now, I'm wondering, in all fairness, let's just say that... Okay, you as a parent were like, yeah, I'm not rewarding that. But then say the police officer or something was like, hey, I got a Lamborghini ride for your kid. Do, do, do. So, what would you? 
No, you don't. No, you don't, sir. <laughs> oh, are are you paying the bills and running this house? No, you're not. No, my son ain't going to be rewarded for doing like the like you said. The reward is your ass is fucking alive. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I was thinking because we didn't read the article, so I'm thinking right. maybe they, you know, maybe it was a gift that somebody gave the kid, and they were just trying to be polite. But I, I'd say the same thing is like, no, I would graciously no. say thank you, but no, thank you. This isn't the this isn't the message I want to send to my son. I appreciate yeah. you. Maybe a later a later point, you know, when I feel like he's earned it. Yeah. And I would say, how about you donate that money and then donate it to right. a college fund for him or something. Yeah. Give him a little, you know, and I can give it to him later. Exactly. You don't need to worry about this, but yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Old school, maybe a little yeah. bit on that. That's just some of my old school, I think, in there that's just, yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's lucky he didn't get killed. And oh. that he's still alive. Let's just and that he's still alive after, yeah, I mean, after he did the drive, and that he's still alive after facing the parent. Yeah, like how does? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. Here we go. Sidewalk Susan sprays child's chalk art off as she cries in viral viral video. <laughs> Sidewalk Susie. Sidewalk Susan sprays child's chalk art off as she cries in viral video. I thought we did something like that a long time ago. Is uh, this another one? Yeah, I mean, maybe, well, maybe it's another it one. Water. The, girls, the little girl selling water bottles. Oh, yeah, that was the, yeah, she was selling water. This is, this is, uh, this is, this lady decides to, you know, it's fucking chalk art kids use out on the sidewalk. And you, can, you can wash it away as soon as the kid goes home. Right ready for bed or just wait till it rains you know whatever like give me a damn yeah. break like, what's that Corilla Deville that's what they should have called it Corilla right Deville. like how I, do you do that to a small child like disgusting I don't even understand and I did read the article and it wasn't even a situation where like and even if it was right the sidewalk is public property so yes. let's just say it was the sidewalk in front of your house. It wasn't even that. It was like a parking lot. So it was like apartments, I think. So, you know, it's like. Well, this lady was just wanting to be an evil yeah. bitch, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. Yeah. Disgusting. Terrible. That's what I'm saying. Terrible, disgusting. Corilla DeVille. Yep. Yeah. Pass. I pass on that one. <laughs> Although I made all my comments. <laughs> all right. Here goes one from Anonymous again. Man climbs under moving big rig filled with wine, begins drinking from tank. No way. Hey, I'm only repeating. No I'm only way. repeating. Yes. Man climbs under moving big rig filled with wine, begins drinking from tank. First off, how far did he even fucking think he would actually get before he would fucking fall off? Like this happened in a Modesto, so that's Modesto, California. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder how they eventually figured it out. Like, well, did he fall off. There's little tiny words here, so it's not the whole article that I'm going to be reading. It's just you know the little yeah, subtitle. the subtitle. So it says the Modesto CHP arrested Gabriel Moreno. After he allegedly, oh, darn it. 
after he allegedly jumped on a moving tanker truck carrying bulk red wine, climbed under its belly to unscrew a valve, and drank the wine as the truck traveled. How could you do that? What? What was he thinking? This is the biggest box of wine I've ever had to put my lips on. And, I mean, how do you, like, uh, that's some fucking adventure man shit. Like, to get on it and then crawl under and, like. And who would you, how would you know? That's the other thing. So, he must have experience. Because I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that, that there's some kind of valve underneath there. Yeah. Maybe, you know? he, maybe he used to work at a winery that, uh, you know, and then, and help yeah. load the trucks or something. And then maybe that's how, you know, hey, get me on TikTok. I'm going to go viral. <laughs> right. But had he fallen off, I'll bet oh you God, he would have been Well, and his ass would be dead. And I'm like, desperate for the booze means yeah. you got to go to some type of treatment. Desperate for the booze. Desperate for the desperate for the abuse or desperate for attention because somebody was filming you and you wanted to go viral. And if we were assessing problematic behavior or you know problem with substance, putting yourself in a high risk situation, yep. dude, yep. you're an alcoholic. You're gonna <laughs> you're need some treatment. <laughs> it's time for intervention. <laughs> you might need a little bit of treatment. Uh, <laughs> not saying oh, that you're a bad person no. we're just saying you got some issues you might want to attend to yes you're putting yourself in some high risk high risk yeah. situations Ugh. and even if you weren't doing it for the alcohol and you were doing it for the thrill to go viral even that i think is an issue to be addressed like yeah. the yeah. the the things people will do now to try to go viral yeah yeah i'm telling you oh there uh, i watched a documentary Licking the licking the um licking the, toilet seat. Yeah, exactly. People are are becoming. Yeah, cool. yeah. Holy crap! Uh, all right. Um. Let's see here. Okay. Uh, what pandemic? Carnival cruise booking soars six hundred percent for August trips. What? I know. Good, Get up on there. Did, I just was reading like, an article where the currently the employees are still stuck out there with no. nowhere to go because because the employees, I think they had like, I want to say like some outrage. I didn't even realize how many employees these. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. Companies. Right. Yeah. I want to say like 69,000 or 70,000 employees and they're all still stuck on their ship. They're rotating in one specific area that they can't even take them home because every port has different requirements because of COVID. What? Some receipt, you know, some uh, countries aren't even taking people to come in. So it's like, well, we're, we have no place to drop these employees at because they can't get themselves home. What? So they're all stuck on the ship. And I'm like, I don't understand how you're going to, get these employees to come back after you just traumatize them of spending two months on a damn ship and without no, no getting off. I, I mean, they've no had idea. They've had actual deaths of people committing suicide of employees committing suicide because you know, you you're ramped up, you're stuck. You don't know what's what happening. Fuck? Yeah. So this just, that's just outrageous. Like, I'm mean, like, come on. I know you, 
I know it's a business, but it's outrageous. So what are they going to do? Like, let's say in August they start going cruises. Are all those people just going to have to start working? Like, they don't ever get to go home? Uh, well, no, I would assume that people are going to go home. I just don't. I mean, I guess it would just be like if we were on it and they'd be like, okay, we're, you know, finally a port is open. We'll drop you off there and then, you know, find your way Or they back might home. just say, um, but, you know, if you want to keep working, that's fine too. They, you know, that's exactly how employees are, you know. And they'll make them so fucking. They might say, and, and we'll they give you a month off and then come back. I don't, I don't see it fucking doing that. I see them saying, well, I guess if you want to leave, you don't have a job. And my thing would be, I mean, you would think like here, you're on that cruise ship. So there's got to be a lot. Well, I shouldn't say there's got to be lots of food, but there should be like things for you to do on there. Like, but apparently yeah, everybody mean, is locked down. Well, yeah, because you yeah, couldn't, you couldn't go in this. You couldn't. Yeah. Because you're quarantined as well. Yeah. But I'm like, but out here, we we can go walking around, yeah. but yet you're on a ship that is like a little city. You should be able to go walk around. What are I you can't believe do? we haven't talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. I, I read it today. It was an article that I read today. Holy shit. Hmm? Well, so they were talking about people are... you know, the employees on there that were saying, I need to get home. You know, because they're from wow. all over the world. Yeah. They're from all over the world. So their staff, they're the entertainment, they're everybody behind the scenes. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. That so is bananas. I, I was thinking the cruise industry wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't want to go on a cruise now. Well, apparently. I mean, uh, still flaring a, up. a lot of fucking people do. And mostly yeah. it's because of the low rates. I mean. And you know what I would probably say is if somebody got COVID and they were like, and I'm going to be truthful. If I got COVID and I was on the cruise, I wouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, get, get me the hell off of here. I'm going to next port. I'm, I'm getting off. I'm not going to get stuck on some, you know, that doesn't have a ventilator in case I need it. Goodness knows what, you know, how this is going to affect me. You just stay I'll in your room and then. See, so you got the port. No, because then that's what, hey, where's Sylvia? Where's Sylvia? Oh, she's in a room. She's seasick. Seasick. Yeah. Yeah, she's not been yeah. doing good. She's seasick. <laughs> Who knew this was going to happen? You know, make up that excuse. Yep. Could yeah. you imagine? She it? got a migraine, oh. you know, whatever. Right. Like, you don't fucking tell anybody. No. <laughs> what would Captain Steubing do? I wonder what <laughs> Captain Steubing would do. <laughs> uh. Wow. All right. Well, what else you got there? Uh, this one, since I've, uh, got us on TikTok, <laughs> this one from anonymous again, shared, she be, you know, before the shut in, she was about to send it, but then with the stay at home, uh, she forgot to send it. So this came out February 22nd and you were talking about, you know, what people do for being viral. Well, this one is called the dangerous TikTok skull breaker challenge causes child head injuries so what they do is it's a prank when you're dancing and you're, you're jumping up you got two people two friends in the back supposed friends and i say friends that kick your legs out from under you so they essentially flip you and you're falling you know on the back and so kids have been hitting their their legs why would you want to do that because that's the the prank to be on tiktok 
So the person that's jumping don't know that their friends are going to do it. Well, I'm assuming now. I mean, I would assume not. But with this TikTok challenge, I would think not unless they're telling them, you know, well, let's do a dance or whatever. And we do this hop. That's whatever. what I mean is the, is the yeah. challenge I the would, prank. I would assume that. And so people are like literally falling on their fucking heads. Yeah, because you're they're kicking your feet as you jump up. They kick your feet forward. So you're boop, falling backwards. Holy fucking shit. You don't even have time. Why would you do that to your Why would you do that to your friend? That's I've seen one and it's horrendous. Like it's like what the yeah. Like hello this again what was that one girl that pushed the her friend off of the bridge and she ended up yeah, breaking here in uh, Clark County. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like this is the same thing. You injuring your friend yeah. you can get charged with something, sued something. Somebody break yeah. their neck and you know Kill themselves or paralyze? Yeah, fools. That's what oh I'm saying. My God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now hell. imagine I'm gonna be like, uh, imagine if I saw that happening to one of my kids. If I saw my kids getting flipped like that, oh, what you would you do if you saw your kid oh, doing the flipping? Best, oh, you best believe I'd be in. I, either way, yeah. I always tell them safety first. Yeah, it's good to have fun, but safety first. Yeah. You know, so you better believe I'd be in his grill with that. Uh, I I don't play like I've never I dislike that. You know where you're get like your friends are socking you or yeah. your girl hit you like oh you know hit you. Uh uh-uh. uh, I never played that way. I was like no, don't put your hands on me. Don't put your hands on me. No, I'll let you pass this one time because I'm telling you. But no, you don't get to suck me because you you know had a joke. I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I never oh, play. So we don't play. I do not play. <laughs> no. Uh, well, that's cray. That is. Yeah. That is bananas. I didn't know about that one. Damn. I saw all kinds of shit I don't yeah. know about right now. We started off with no, no, Momo. Where have now I been? Where am I been? at? This um, is where we've reached. All right. Well. Viral. Um. This one is, um, oh, Florida. Florida judge, get out of bed, get dressed for Zoom hearings. What? So I did read the story previously. Um, basically, you know, because most courts are doing video hearings. Yeah. Um, so you got attorneys that are at home, you know, they're yeah. just, you know, and not, I mean, people are like, uh, calling in from like bed, calling in yeah. from like the side by, by the pool, um, you know, not dressed appropriately for court, you know? Oh, yeah. So the yeah. judge wrote a letter saying, you know, um, like we're going to stick with what we know people. Yeah. This is the first time. Yeah. effing first time that we're doing this. So now all of a sudden we got rules of engagement here. <laughs> oh, and that see, that's the thing that bothered me is like, if they're paying attention, if they're, you know, not fucking around, you know, doing something else instead of yep. being engaged in the trial, who cares what they're wearing? And here's the like, thing that I'm really, like, who really fucking cares? And I'm like, you know what? The, the, um, you know, I think of the privilege that you would think that everybody has 
a office space yeah. that everything is quiet because maybe your kids have gone off to college or, but you have attorneys that are young parents who's, you know, they don't have a lot of space, especially depending where you live. So say you're in Frisco, they ain't paying you money to be living in yeah. town. Well, living that, that's in, living is, they're not all high priced fucking attorneys. These are defense right. attorneys, public, public defense attorneys do yeah. not make a shit ton of money. No. And a lot of new attorneys, that's where they start, right? Yes. So they go into yeah. that because it's a job, they can get the experience. So, they, like you said, they may not have a fucking gigantic house like you and, do as a yeah. judge, you know? And maybe, you know, they have to, to feed their kids because the kids are not in school. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, no. Yeah. We, I, we all, we all got to make do with what we got mm-hmm. and quit. Quit with the high expectations because that's what creates even more anxiety. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we're, we're all living in a moment that we've never imagined and it's already stressful enough. I was talking to people, I was like, it's like working like I'm blindfolded. Yeah. Like I feel it does not feel normal. And I'm trying to wrap my brain around it because I'm so used to what quote unquote has been normal for me for the last. Mm-hmm. Almost 18 years. Yeah, exactly. 18 years of working at this place. So it's like, uh, that's all I know. And right now. How about however long you've ever been working, right? Like, yeah, this is the first time, unless you worked an at-home job before, which is not the same. I'm saying, I'm definitely agree. It's not the same. Like you're still working at home in a crisis. Um, But if you're, if you come from a place where you've been uh, an at-home worker, the transition is probably a little bit. Yeah. A little bit uh, less. Easier. Less yeah. stressful. Yeah. Because you already know your setup. Right. You already know the ins and outs. Exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. But there are people thrown into this like you yep. that are like, I, I thought I would want this, but right. let me figure it out. And that's the thing is I think that this is an example of, again, that hierarchical patriarchal authority that I think causes a lot of stress in our society right. like just fucking if they're engaged if they're paying attention like i read a um because i was a teaching assistant last term or yeah um so i'm still on the email of the teachers and stuff and so they put out the etiquette for zoom for classes right yeah and it talks about like where b- b- people need to be wearing clothes well of course they need to be wearing clothes like yeah. It's just, you know, again, that kind of patriarchal, parental, like, no, if people have clothes on their body, I don't give a shit what that, what it is. Right. That, I I think that's sufficient. I don't care if it's, it's PJs. I don't care if sweats. I don't care if it's a suit. Like that. Whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Like right now, like this is not the time. Yep. Yeah. That's right. I mean, and I can see, like, don't be coming to your class looking all dishevelly. You know what I'm saying? Put a little effort, but we don't need to be, like, extra. Like, if if I don't want to wear makeup, don't say, hey, you, you looking tired, girl. You better go, put, you know. <laughs> no, I don't want to wear makeup. I don't wear makeup at the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't wear clothes. Per, like, I don't wear I mean, I wear clothes, but I don't wear my work clothes. As soon as I come home from work, I'm taking that crap off and I'm putting on my cozies. And oh, yeah. well, my, house, my house is my sanctuary, my cozy sanctuary. Yeah. Don't try to force me into a sausage 
crap in order so that you can feel comfortable. I want these roses to hang out every which way. So that's my home. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, So anyway, that's what's happening in Florida. Put your seat Uh, on. F in Florida. Yeah, fucking Florida. (laughs) Fucking Florida. Well, we did it again. We're at the end. We've made it through another episode, through another week of social. And how many COVID stories do we do? Just one? No COVID? Um, oh, I did think I was going to do something about Fauci, but yeah, I totally forgot. That? That, was a, that was a whole, uh, I had the story of him, you know, uh, with Paul Rand. Oh, telling Paul Rand off? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I, wa- I was watching the video before we started. He's so smart, yeah. too. Like, that's the thing. Is like. It's his expertise. He, the, the way the eloquentness 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 eloquently yeah the way he so eloquently put his response right like it wasn't like how dare you accuse me like you know like he yeah. just fucking just like laid it out, oh, him out. And, and there was at one point he said a word there and I thought i I wonder if those senators know what that means. <laughs> I do. So what we're talking about is Dr. Fauci or Paul Rand had made a statement about uh, opening up the schools because the kids aren't getting it. Making some stupid. Yeah, his his alleged his reasoning was because, you know, kids in poverty won't receive a education for a whole year because their parents aren't. <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry, That's if you were somebody else. I, I'm like, now he's concerned yeah, about. Yeah, since when? Since when? Yeah. Yeah. I don't buy that crap. Don't. That's why I said. That's yeah. why I said. This is the senator whose neighbor beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And now I know why. Don't come at me that you care. All yeah. of a sudden. All of a sudden you care. If, yeah. what, did you care when you were cutting budgets of poor school districts? That's right. Did you care? Uh, did you care uh, regarding Obamacare? You right. know, health insurance for all for those that couldn't afford it, right. or those that were in the middle class there that couldn't afford, you know, yeah. their own health insurance. All of a sudden, you care. Oh. Yeah, like Some, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Fauci's response was just so. Like he didn't go. He admitted, "Hey, there are some things I don't know." Yeah. Like what you're talking about, like economy and that kind of thing, I'm not advising on that. I'm advising on public health matters. And what matter is a public health, health that are rooted what? in science. So right. don't come at me if you don't want right. to know the truth. Because I'm right. going to tell you the fucking truth. And that's the thing. Don't come at me if you don't want expert advice or expert opinion. Mm-hmm. And I cannot stand how people are looking at Paul Rand. You are not an expert. And though that you may have, happen. you know, the like, don't come at me. And though, and as though, like, I'm I not going to tell you, or I'm not going to tell you the truth, right? right. You, you know, you know his history. You know oh, his right. record. Right. He, he's not political in this sense. He's like a man of science. It's like here you go. Yeah. Like. I'm not, don't say, don't say that I'm doing something that I'm not, that I'm not doing, you know, like that's like he, the the way he's like, no, you can't tell. I've never said I I'm, I'm advising you on the economic 
impact or what reopening economic or not reopening. No, I am telling you from a public health standpoint, here is what's going to happen. That's right. And I'm just so shocked with how people react because this is a public health mm-hmm. crisis. This, oh, the, you know, the whole, it's a, you know, it's a hoax or it's a, you know, it's a democratic, you know, a ploy or whatever. Or, or the, the current one, and I was actually going to do a story about it. The new, because I wondered, like, where were the anti-vaxxers at? And they're yeah. finally coming out because this documentary is going to come out called Plandemic, where they're trying to, yeah. yeah. So their conspiracy is that. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you're the dangerous ones. That's yeah. where I'm at. You're the dangerous ones. Exactly. You know, exactly. go, go infect yourselves and see how it all pans out. Yeah. But it's the communities of color that are hard hit. Mm-hmm. And we are, again, we already know this. Um, but yet we want, but yet guess who's, uh, screaming at the, and carrying weapons out there yeah. about reopening. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so those are stories we didn't get to on this week's episode. Uh, sorry, um, we haven't done that leftovers in a while, but we haven't. We haven't. Um, I'm just proud that we're making it through a regular weekly one. <laughs> right, and we're back. We're back. We're back, baby. Um, yeah. So as always, thanks for listening. Share this with your friends, your family, your loved ones. Give them something to do during their time of physical distancing. Um, stay at home. Stay at home. Stay safe. Yeah. Save lives, wear a mask if you go out, um, if not for yourself, for me. Yeah. And wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And most important, wash your hands. I mean, that yeah. starts there, right? right. Universal precautions. Yeah. Keep washing okay. your hands. Right. Like, don't yeah. forget, like, we've moved on to masks. Still means you got to wash your hands. That's right. Just because you got a mask on doesn't mean don't wash the hands. I mean, I, I I just feel like we have to say that because that's right. There yeah. are people probably out there like, oh, we got masks now. Don't worry about it. Uh huh. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, I won't be touching my face. You still got to wash our hands. Yeah. All right. Until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs>